Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, we've got reveals of new Transformers Earthspark toys, Hasbro pulses expanding to more countries in Europe, and we're impressed by the reveal of a massive die-cast G1 Optimus Prime model kit. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022, and this is episode 505 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that knows you're in trouble when even the special master thinks you're full of shit. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, can't believe my mic did not pick up the thing. I tried to be Daryl this week, but oh well. How's it going? (laughs) And Scott, the illustrious Dr. Pants. Hello, everyone. Let's talk Transformers. <laughs> I feel powerful when I say that. Dr. Pants is a better Dale than me. <laughs> well, not by much. <laughs> Real Daryl, come back soon. He's out. Daryl's out on assignment this week, but he should be back soon. He's your own. That's good. That's good. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, just like DJ Ronan, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and support the show. We really appreciate it. And of course, uh, if you become a Donatron, you get some special perks, get access to extra content at higher levels, you get merchandise, uh, and you get automatic entries into all of our upcoming contests. So lots of good stuff. And uh, it's really easy to sign up. Just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up for as low as $1. This week, we've got another special episode of We Like Big Bots. This is episode three, and this should already be available to all our Donatrons on our Patreon page. Uh, This week, uh, Dr. Pants and Daryl are talking about a very special bot. Uh, Dr. Pants, why don't you tell us all about it? Well, I don't want to give away too much, but we are talking about Cyclonus. Um, this is specifically G1 Cyclonus, but there's been a couple of good figures over time, and Darren might get them out, and we just talk about it. Now, this isn't really necessarily a big bot in terms of size, but it's a big bot in our hearts. <laughs> so a big go- bot in terms of personality. Yes. <laughs> yes, very true. Um but uh, go check it out, and if you're a Donatron, like, you should be watching these. I hope you're enjoying them. Please leave feedback. Please tell us what you want to see. But, uh, yeah, go check it out. Daryl and I have a blast just talking about toys. Awesome. And also this week on our Empire of Rust main feed, we've got the next episode of our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast. And this is episode 85. Magnum Unchained. I don't. I think the D is silent. I don't. I don't know if I'm. I have to ask Mike if I'm supposed to pronounce the D. I um, thought that was a typo when I was doing the show notes well, for last week. It, it's a play. On, it's a play on Django Unchained, and right. you, you don't say the D. So why put the D there? That's the joke. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, that that is. The... It's like tonight. Tonight. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, but this this is a this is an, an exciting episode. This just came out this Monday, September twenty sixth. So it should already be available in the free Empire Rust feed. You should have access. Just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Uh, very action packed episode. Magnum and all the bots are uh, are doing some things. It's a big big brawl. So check it out. It's fun. Even when the episodes aren't action packed, they are fantastic. Those guys do an amazing job. Seriously, if you're not listening to this, go listen to it. There was a courtroom drama like somewhere in this season. It was the best D and D esque thing I've listened to. It was so good. So please check awesome. it out. You should do See, more D and D courtroom dramas. <laughs> it gave me the the idea that like i should somehow figure this out i should try this but i don't know if any of my players are smart enough to do this <laughs> wow I, listen i love my players there's one i think i could trust the others it's iffy well uh dr pants you're you're definitely uh earning your Daryl spot here because you're actually listening to Empire of Rust and you know Daryl will never do that so <laughs> you're, I, you're, you're doing better <laughs> in, in in this era where we have like so little Transformers media why would you not want more more amazing stories <laughs> all right everyone yeah check out Empire of Rust all right uh, let's jump into the toy talk starting off with quick hits all right, and our first quick hit is the Transformers Velocitron Speedia 500 collection, Wave 2, uh, the figures Crasher and Shadow Strip. We have additional stock images and product descriptions for both of these, and also they are out in Canada. Now, you guys talked about these last week. We just have like some better looks at these, and of course, it is kind of a G2-esque drag strip called Shadow Strip, and then Crasher, based on the GoBot design. Paint schemes look really, really good. The Crasher head's a little weird. I wish they had remodeled it a little bit. But overall, I'm kind of glad they're doing a second wave of the Speedy line. I'm excited to see what else they do with it. But not much else new to say. Just go check out those images. Cool. All right. Next up, we've got our look at the Velocitron Voyager Hot Rod. So we talked about this last week. We didn't have pictures yet. Of course, but the, between the time that we recorded the show last week and the show was came out, the pictures were already out online. So I'm sure people were like, why didn't you guys look at the pictures? <laughs> I think it was the next day. Yeah, the day, the day after we recorded, but two days before the episode came out, the pictures came out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this is Velocitron Hot Rod. As we speculated, it is a recolor of the Studio Series 86 Hot Rod with a darker shade of red and uh, the legs uh, instead of the gray legs that represented the animation model from transformers, the movie, the legs are uh, have different uh, color schemes there and, and a little bit more toy accurate. I would say Um, the color scheme actually reminds me more of the uh, Marvel G one Marvel comics, hot rod. He had a darker red, darker shade of red, uh, than the toy or the cartoon uh, but yeah this is uh, so yeah so I mean if you if you didn't pick up the Studio Series 86 uh, hot rod and are still looking for a hot rod and you like this color better I mean I think you can still get the Studio Series 86 hot rod but if you like this shade of red better 
you can look for this uh, Speedia 500 version. Although I think this is also a Walmart exclusive, so it might be a little bit harder to come by than the uh, the other version. But you know, check it out. Uh, Hasbro has announced on their Hasbro Pulse Instagram account that uh, Hasbro Pulse registrations are now uh, available for people in France, Spain, Italy, and Austria. So this joins uh, the United Kingdom and Germany as European or faux European in terms of the UK um, (laughs) countries that can access Hasbro Pulse exclusives. And this is just in time for PulseCon. So I imagine they're going to have availability for the new reveals in Europe. So that is awesome. And shipping for Daryl to Canada still sucks for Hasbro Pulse. (laughs) Yeah. They they do it just to get him. He's got a Toys R Us. He's fine. (laughs) Right. Exactly. He's got those. He gets that. Nothing else. (laughs) Sorry, Canada. I'm a little I'm a little hurt. A little hurt. Uh, next, we have, there is a, oh man, I just, new Pop Taters Transformers Optimus Prime. So this is a potato head style uh, Optimus Prime figure. Basically, uh, just like Potato Head, it's got interchangeable parts that make him look like Optimus Prime, the helmet, the arms, the body, and everything. But there's an entire line of these. So not only can you have Optimus Prime, but you can customize them with parts from other figures like Sonic the Hedgehog, Dwight from The Office, Bob Ross, Gene Simmons, and The Big Lebowski. Don't forget Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, sorry. Garbage Pail Kids, too. But uh, this looks <laughs> terrifying. We already had a Potato Head Optimus Prime, or should I say Optimash Prime, because I'm pretty sure that was his name. But uh, this is terrifying. But uh, <laughs> if, if this is your thing, please enjoy. Now get it off so the is, screen, please. <laughs> is, there, is there anyone? Is there anyone out there who's who's potato who who's says potato not pop tater or something? <laughs> start a start a uh, potato head war. I I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I love that they're putting pop in it, like it's a pop vinyl too. Like they're doing that. that I, so. I bet they're smaller, but probably. All right. Uh, Continuing the uh, toy listing teases coming out, we talked about a bunch of them last week. Now we've just got a couple more. Uh, one is a War for uh, for all these are for Studio Series figures. Uh, one is for a War for Cybertron Cliff Jumper, which is probably a repaint of a War for Cybertron Bumblebee. Still not clear if these are for the video game from ten years ago or for the Netflix show. Um, we're waiting to get some confirmation of that. I, 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 maybe at PulseCon uh, next week, we'll see some more information. I guess uh, we'll have to wait. But uh, also Rise of the Beasts figures uh, also listing. So one is Mirage, which is codenamed Pluto in this uh, toy listing. And then the other is Nightbird, which is codenamed Outlaw. Hmm. So uh, I think we already we did hear that Nightbird was going to be in the Rise of the Beasts movie, so this is confirmation that she's getting a toy there. So, But uh, yeah, curious what that toy is going to look like. We still have no pictures, no information, but the listing rumors continue. All right, and uh, thanks to the Oz Comic Con that happened this last weekend, 
we have our first look at packaging for EarthSpark, and they had a number of figures and their packaging on display, and very similar in design to Legacy packaging, honestly. Like, if you look at this one here for uh, Terran Twitch, I mean, it's got the EarthSpark branding and stuff, but the shape of the box has those angles that we've seen in, in EarthSpark. So, I mean, not too many surprises there, but, you know, it's getting closer to the show and looks like the toys are going to be available, you know, right in time. It looks like the smaller uh, figures are going to be in kind of blind boxes, but I mean, you're going to know what they are. It's just that style. Um, but one thing that I thought was interesting on this Terran Twitch, is it has a build a figure piece. So they're going to be doing that. And this one is for a, a humanoid character called Mandroid. So um, that, that is an amazing name. For a character, <laughs> I, I, I'm I am even more intrigued for the show now because of that. Is that a villain? It, it probably it, the Mandroid is not really a a friendly sounding name. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, that's all our quick hits. Let's jump into our main discussion topics. All right, and first up, we have uh, Toy World doing another Bumblebee movie figure, and this is Shatter, the, and it's a triple changer. Shatter is an actual triple changer, and we've got color prototypes. So uh, Toy World's done a bunch of the Bumblebee movie figures so far um, as, like, Masterpiece scale, but this is the first time we're seeing an actual Shatter figure as a triple changer, and they nail the car mode. I would say the jet mode's a little bit more haphazard, but it's a jet. Like, it still looks like her jet mode, and she can do all three. And the, and the robot mode looks great. It looks like how she did in the movie. And I can't get over how good that car looks. Now, the car mode does have quite a few panels in it, but, I mean, to execute a live-action triple changer, I think you're going to have to. But this is looking really, really cool. They first talked about this back in 2019. We saw some some gray prototypes but now we've got color. The colors look amazing. Uh, Toy World's done a lot of this kind of like dry brushing on their metal parts and whatnot, and a lot of really nice detail. I don't know if I'll pick it up personally, but I'm just, I'm happy to see one of the triple changers from the Bumblebee movie actually is a triple changer. So that is very, very cool. So Charles, what do you think of Shatter? Yeah, this looks great. I mean, this is this was my this has been my constant complaint about the two villains from the Bumblebee movie is that Hasbro did not put in the engineering to actually deliver triple changing figures for the triple changing characters in the movie. So um, Toy World stepping up, doing the third party thing and, and taking it over. I mean, you can, I guess, you know, depending on your your stance on third party, maybe, you know, whether that's good or bad. But I I do appreciate someone actually doing the work to try and engineer this character and give it the triple changing figure it deserves. Um, I mean, I think this is this is an example of the movie, like when when the movie designs a character first and it's not the toy designers, they 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 cause problems for the toy designers because I'm sure they when they looked at the model for the movie they were like how are we supposed to how is how are we supposed to get a triple changer out of this figure yeah. the, the frames in the movie probably went from like one part cheat another part <laughs> I, but yeah and, I, I and like even it. 
even with the third party engineering in this, like you got to admit, like there's there's some parts of the plane that don't look quite right. Like it's pretty obvious you're seeing some feet and other pieces in there. The car mode looks really good, but panelly. So, <laughs> well, but I mean, name any triple changer that's had a plane mode that the plane mode was the best mode. Yeah, I mean, you can you can go <laughs> G1 Blitzwing has like giant, super thick wings that would never get off the ground. I mean, you, you're, you're not going to you're, you're going to you're going to have to cheat somewhere if you want to if you want a triple changing figure in, you know, in physical space. That's no, not- no. It, and that's always the thing with triple changers is there is always one mode that kind of suffers. Right. But I mean, just looking at this, I can kind of understand why we didn't get like a deluxe or even a Voyager of this because it's so clearly a muscle car, so clearly a jet, and they really share nothing. At least mm-hmm. most other triple changers, there's something shared between the two. But I mean, I I'm not a toy engineer, what, so I don't know. Yeah, but. what I really appreciate is just the the size differences, at least the the apparent size differences. Like it feels like the car is smaller than the jet, which in real life that it should be, you know, it, you can tell it's not a lot smaller, but it does feel smaller and, you know, it just, the, the transformation steps in this just kind of make me feel you know, like really nervous because I, there, I bet there's a lot of little pieces in there that are going to be difficult at times. Like it's going to be a really tough transformation, at least the first mm-hmm. couple of times. And that is one of my biggest issues with these, these type of figures. Cause I don't know. I just don't find that much work in, in a toy to be very fun, but you know, I'm, I know I'm in the minority. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I pick up a lot of third party figures and like, you do get some of this, it's not, I, I agree with you. That's not for me. I don't want like a fiddly transformation where there's all these tiny little intricate steps. I kind of want something big and chunky with, if it's got panels, at least bigger panels, because I have giant, like I've got big man hands. Mm-hmm. It's not made for intricate <laughs> work. But, you know, now that you pointed out, now I'm looking at the car mode and I'm like, where the hell is the rest of the toy in that car? Right. I mean, I'm sure at, it it's in there somewhere. Yeah. And then you look at the robot compared to it, and I'm like, it's so much bigger. What the hell is going on? But I mean, I figured out mass shifting. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm I'm guessing, Jeremy, that you're you're not buying this. No, no, I I am not in the market for movie figures in general. But third party movie figure at this this level of detail and complexity is not in my. My wallet would just say no. <laughs> yeah. My wallet, meaning my wife, would say no. She doesn't have to know. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't have to know. Listen to this. She, she doesn't listen to this. And how often <laughs> is she in the basement looking at your collection? Right. And would she know when you had a new piece in the collection? Not usually. Mine does because I'll pick it up and be like, look what I got. Isn't he cool? Because <laughs> I act like a kid, but still. Um, it's, it's a cool looking figure. And like I said, I like third party stuff, but I don't know if I'm in the market for this. I think I need to see reviews and see how the transformation works before I'm in on it. Cause like it's, it's gotta be black magic, but it is <laughs> I, even in robot mode. That's a great looking figure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in terms of a movie figure, it, it looks like the character on screen. 
Right. And I, I come on, we have to admit that the designs in the Bumblebee movie were better than most of the other Bayverse mo- designs. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Right. Like Shatter still looks like a pile of parts at times, but they're still recognizable. Oh, there's car bits. There's jet wings and stuff. I like I, I really like Sh- uh, Shatter, Dropkick and Bumblebee and Blitzwing. Mm-hmm. I liked everybody in that movie, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's still no G1 or the other cartoons, but I, I get what you're saying. But that is a. Uh, that is all I've got. All right. Next, uh, we've got a new diecast model. This is from Agora, uh, Agora Models, and they are licensing a diecast Optimus Prime. It's 600 pieces, 78 centimeters tall, which is uh, also 31 inches. So this is bigger than the HasLab Unicron. 31 inches, that's almost three feet. That's, you know, two and a half feet, over two and a half Small feet. Small toddler. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, it's 600 pieces. It comes in, uh, you got, you, we, it's going to be delivered in 12 packs over the year, starting in January, 2023. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay an installments. It's um, subscription. Yeah. <laughs> it's a subscription. <laughs> uh, it looks like it, this is, uh, this is in the UK. So it's 60 pounds a month no, for the first one. The first one is 60 pounds a month. And then every, each additional pack is 120 pounds for the, the following months. If you do the 12 month plan, uh, I think if you can save some money if you pay all the first three packs up front. That's four hundred uh, pounds, uh, and then uh, oh no, I think oh is it is that everything? Oh, I don't I don't know the price the pricing it's too expensive. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. It's, <laughs> you're, you're not gonna. I mean, this is uh you're it's a it's a lot of money. I mean, this is very cool. It's. 11 kilograms uh of die cast metal which works out to like 25 like, pounds yeah something like that yeah it's this, yeah. Is, a, this is a big boy Jeez. um and you put it together and it's fully poseable it comes with uh, all the optimus prime accessories you love it's got a matrix got his ion blaster or laser rifle whatever you want to call it he's got his he's got a base a stand and everything uh, he does not transform, of course, because he's a licensed figure and it's a model kit. So that's the only thing it's missing. But this this thing is huge, uh, huge and expensive. <laughs> so and I guess I don't know if it's available outside of the UK because it, it is being marketed in the UK. Um, but uh, I don't know, uh, Jeremy, what, what do you think of this thing? Is this is this something you'd ever be interested in? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't until you mentioned the price. <laughs> but I guess for the size, the price makes sense. It looks like um, if you if you do the twenty four month plan, it's only sixty four ninety nine per month after the first one. But it'll okay, take you so twice as long. So, so it's a cell phone plan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're, they're giving you a deal by making you pay more if you do the twelve months. Yeah. Um. I I think this it looks good. It, I'm sure it'll look really impressive in person. Um, I'm I'm not a huge model kit assembler. I'm more of a model kit box collector. <laughs> 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 but you know, th- 
I really like the idea of this, the fact that it's diecast, the fact that it's going to be massive. Um, it, it's a really cool thing. I do wonder, is this design based on Dreamwave? Because it, mm. it resembles it, Dreamwave Optimus Prime in many ways to me. It, it looks does, better yeah. than that. It does, look, it does look like that, but I think it looks a lot better than that. But Well, yeah, I mean, it does in places, but there was, um, I think particularly this image here, kind of made me think of some of those early Dreamwave issues where you have yeah. like the, it seems like the, the chest and midsection is a little bit too small for the size of the arms and the legs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, it still looks great. And I, I want to see some finished versions in a year. Look at the, the smokestacks are huge. Yeah. <laughs> smokestacks are completely out of proportion. <laughs> right. He's compensating uh, for something. <laughs> uh by the way if you um jeremy if you go to the top of the website in the on the right um there you can click united kingdom and actually t- take it to us and it'll oh. convert the price and everything so it is oh. available in the united states it even converts the size right on the main page to say 31 centi- 31 inches <laughs> nice okay i have even more respect for them now yeah <laughs> i mean you know give give it to us in in real money <laughs> Yes, it's uh, still, I mean, it's expensive, but you're getting, you know, die cast. It's painted. Um, I I love it, but it's, it's not something that I would do. It does have light. It also has lights too. It has working lights. So it also talks. (laughs) And apparently the, the mouth plate will move with his words. Oh wow! So, this is like on par with the Robeson in terms of price and detail. If you're if you're a model collector, I'm sure this is something right up your alley. So, although I I, I would say if if I mean given the expense of this, I think the Robeson is a better deal since you're getting an actual transforming toy that does lots more things. I mean, long term, you'd be paying more for this. Oh yeah. yeah. I- um, yeah. the Robeson was what, like seven fifty when it came out. It was, yeah, I think seven fifty, and then the trailer seven fifty. Even even if you got both the the Robeson and the trailer, it's cheaper than this is. So because this is because <laughs> if you if you look at the price in American, it's a hundred and fifty a month for eleven months, seventy five for the first. So it's about like almost eighteen hundred. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, in, enjoy super rich Transformers collectors. <laughs> I, Pants, what, was, yeah, what was your opinion on it? Oh, my God. I love it so much. Oh, man. I love building model kits. I have stated that so many times on here. And this thing is so so sexy i love the proportions it gives me a very anime japanese kind of style so really really just ticking all the boxes the fact that it talks that the mouth plate moves that all the lights light up and everything and it's posable and it's die cast and it's almost three freaking feet tall like oh i wish i had the money oh god i wish i had the money so bad oh i would i would honestly if if I was one of those rich fans, this is this forget any statue, 
forget any other high-end figure, I would get this in a heartbeat. I love the way this looks, and it it's right up my alley. But it's a big bot. It's a. I love big bots. <laughs> would he be the biggest bot in my collection? Probably, probably. Because I think the biggest one I have otherwise is like, what's Fort Max? Like two feet. The the I think Titans Return yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, two feet. Yeah, so that's that's the biggest one I've got. But uh, oh man, I just I think it looks great. The like the finish on it and everything. It just looks so. So good. I wish it wasn't that expensive. I wish they'd make a smaller version that didn't light up and didn't talk, and I'd I'd get that. Uh, that's that's all I gotta say. I can't I can't keep looking at it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all our toy discussion. So we will jump right into trips to the store. The transmissions podcast will return after these messages. Okay, Trips to the Store is brought to you by our friends at Tee Public. Thanks, uh, everyone, for continuing to help us out. If you just go to our Tee Public store and buy some merchandise, get a cool transmission shirt like the one Jeremy has, uh, you can do that at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. Yeah, you can buy all our transmissions merch. Oh, of course, you can buy anything from Tee Public through our link, and that will help out the show. So just go to Trans. We did have someone buy some stuff from our link that was not ours. Ooh. It, like yesterday, someone bought. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, it was Dr. Pants. Oh, it was well, me. there we go. It was me. <laughs> Actually, can I take a moment and say that my wife has a store on Public now, too, and uh, she's going to be working on some Transformers designs eventually? Oh, okay. Um, could we work with her? And could, is she... Uh, would she be willing to do some designs for us? I will talk to her, but I'm this sure can she be can be edited out. But <laughs> no, 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 no. In all honesty, she would probably be very happy because uh, on the way, like we went to a convention today. I'll talk about that later. But on the way there, she was asking me, like, so what kind? Because she's she has a Gundam design up there because she knows I like that, and she had done one before. And she's like, what other Gundams or Transformers should I do? And I'm just like rambling off Transformers, I'm like we need a Soundwave one. We need a we need a star saber. Give me a Piranacon. Like make all this for me. And well, she's we, we have the Soundwave and blasters, and I've been wanting to have some cassette ones for kids. Ooh, and that's a good idea. We've never, you know, had time to do those. She really mm-hmm. enjoys it. So I, I, when we're done recording here, I'll I'll ask her and uh, put you guys in touch. Yeah. And also, I mean, if she does Transformer shirts just in general, let us know. We can add them to our storefront. Okay. Linking, linking back to her. Okay. Great. But I was going to show the ones you got. Oh, wait. That wasn't me. That wasn't you? That was not me. I did not order those. <laughs> okay. Well, that one seems like something you would do. <laughs> that is. Actually, um... <laughs> Was the other one a pumpkin spice latte one or like? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm I, I'm basic. I drink pumpkin spice spice lattes all fall. So like it, it would have, but that's not me. I did order <laughs> stuff through your storefront. I don't know if it went through or not. But um, let me see because I think we had two. It was a skull something. Was that what you ordered? Nope. Hmm. Actually, what did I order? I well, it was a transformer shirt. 
Nope. Yeah, that's not me. I don't know. Maybe it didn't go through. I thought I used it. Whoever bought these shirts, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T Public does sales all the time, so you can probably usually get a thirty-five percent discount. And you know, through our link, it'll still help out the show. So check them out. Transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. All right. Uh, we're going to show off the stuff we got this week. Uh, Jeremy has, was busy this week, so we're going to skip him. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jeremy. Daryl's Daryl's not here to shame you. So we, we, we all know, we, we all know, well, Maybe Dr. Pants will shame you, but you, you and I know, Jeremy, that it's sometimes weeks, some weeks are hard. We don't, we don't get out. To the yeah. And get there, there's weeks like this week where I didn't even have time to go through my bins to see what have I not shown or what haven't, what have I not shown in like the last three years back in the show again? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just lucky because I'm not on here every week. So I get a longer span of time to build right. stuff up. So yeah, and I will not shame more you. than both me and Charles. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I bought so much. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm, let's get me out of the way first. I just got one thing, but this is the thing I have been looking at. And uh, a couple weeks ago, Apollo showed it off as well. And I, and I got a little bit of FOMO and I saw it again in the store. So I picked up legacy Galvatron. Hey. This is the Galvatron without the uh, battle damage boots on it. So <laughs> a clean Galvatron. It's so good. It's such a good figure. So now I've got uh, I've got the Galvatron. I've got the Kingdom Cyclonus. I've got the Studio Series eighty six Scourge. The band's back together. So and I love that they they give the like Matrix accessories are everywhere. I love that they gave Galvatron a Matrix on the chain. That's a nice little detail there. Chain. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's a it's plastic i mean it's molded plastic it's yeah not, i know i know not, i know you know it's okay no it's it's fine i i i i, I painted mine to look a little bit better because it's yeah and yeah i was my wife and i were shopping in walmart doing the grocery shopping and i said i'm just gonna pop over to the toy section for a second and then <laughs> she's like that's not on the grocery list but she let me get it anyway because she's awesome so Thank you, honey. <laughs> All right, Dr. Pants, show us your haul. Okay, so first off, I'm going to continue from you, Charles. I showed mine off before, but I got the upgrade kit for my Galvatron, so now he has longer legs. <laughs> and he's got posable fingers. Can I, can Ooh. I show that? Uh, the face, if it'll focus. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, he's got a smirking face because it's got uh, a faceplate for that. Comes with the toy accurate gun, and the Matrix is now on an actual metal chain. That's Ooh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, but here's the funny thing: I pre-ordered the kit. It came in, and I started upgrading it. I started with the left leg. I went to the right leg. They gave me two sets of left leg pieces. It's two Yikes. Left feet. <laughs> uh well no because i actually i got a hold of uh bbts about it and they're like hey we're sorry we'll send you another one don't worry about it so i was able to finish it but now i have a second upgrade kit all the pieces except the legs leg extensions so uh 
anybody wants a you know the interchangeable faces or a matrix chain, Charles, they're 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 yours. <laughs> Take them. Take. Thank them. you. Yeah, no problem. Well, they told me to keep them for spare parts, and it's like I don't really need spare parts for those. I don't plan on any of it breaking like that. So, yeah, they're they're yours. So I will. Uh, we'll talk about getting that out at some point. Uh, I went to RetroCon this weekend. It was a spur of the moment kind of thing. Uh, on a side note, I got to meet the voice actress for Black Arachnia. She was there. Venus Terzo. Terzo. Yes, uh, I did get her autograph, but it wasn't for me. She actually did voice acting for one of my friends. His favorite anime did one of the main characters. So I got her autograph for him for a gift down the line. But I had a lovely conversation with her. She was great. But what did I pick up? Well, I'm going to show you some of the stuff. First thing. Studio series Bumblebee Movie RC. Ah, nice. Surprisingly, I paid $10 less than retail for this. Wow. In the box. The, The last day they had it up for 15 bucks. And I'm like. All right. I normally wouldn't get like a new figure at a convention, but can't say no. She is a lot of fun and she has a little bit of a backpack, but nothing like any of the other RCs and the transformations really, really fun. I kind of like the, the bike uh, car mode that's going on. She's really posable. Her face looks like the movie, but it's, it's, it's a little frightening and you're not going to be able to see it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, real quick. This is technically a group of three bound count, count as one. I got spy changers. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, am, I am only missing one of the original six spy changers. Now I am missing Ironhide, So I have to track one of those down, but uh, I had two. a guy had the other three that I was missing. So I picked all those up. So we're good. I think I and uh, off an iron hide, both the clear version. A I actually, month or two ago. I have the clear version, but I want the, I want like the original colors of all of them yeah. to go with the set. Uh, next thing, not a toy, but I have the Headmasters and Super God Master Force on DVD. I wanted Victory. Couldn't find a set of Victory for less than like 60, 70 bucks, but somebody on eBay was selling the whole Japanese collection for 20. Nice. 20 bucks? Yes. Wow. It was brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at that Star Saber on the front. Yeah. Um, so I've actually been watching through Super God Master Force, and oh my god, I love it so much. It's amazing. Such a great, great show, which uh, leads me to my last two things here. Uh, I picked this up on sale on BBTS, but I got the Fans Project Function X Six Knight. So this is a third-party Six Knight who is the Japanese version of uh, Quick Switch. And uh, yeah, Super God Master Force figure. He goes with my Jinrai and... You know, the three headmaster juniors and everything. So uh, he's a lot of fun. He was on sale for like 40 bucks. And I can't say no to that because I'm pretty sure no one else is ever going to do one. <laughs> no one's going to do a six night. But he Nin- does all Nin- ninja consultant six shot son, right? <laughs> uh, quick switch was he's just a member of the six clan who shows up on Earth and he just goes to fight Jinrai to be like, hey, I want to prove how strong I am. Oh. finds out the Autobots are stronger than he thinks. He's like, all right, I'm going to join you. And that's basically it. So, yeah, no, he is not a not a ninja consultant, not six-shot son, just another guy who just shows <laughs> up. But that leads me to my last figure because, again, I'm on a Super God Master Force kick. And, uh, guys, I love big bots. I love me some real 
Oh. Big box. Oh. Nice. This is wow. uh, Fans Hobby Double Evil, a third-party overlord. And, oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> I love it so <laughs> much. He is gigantic. Like, I... I uh, like probably probably close to a foot and a half tall, and uh, it's it's Overlord. He does the separation into the jet, the tank, the transformation is big, clunky. He's got both power giant masters, power masters, giant power <laughs> masters, and my favorite part about it, he's got the gimmicks. He's got the <laughs> spring loaded belly guns. I love it. It's so cool. Um. No, he's he's fantastic. The tra- like I said, the transformation's great. He's big. He's clunky. He does all the things an Overlord should do. And I mean, I've got fans' hobbies. Uh, God Jinrai, so he goes really well with that. I think I'm just now. I'm in for the long haul with fans' hobby and all their Super God Master Force. They're doing a double dealer. They're doing a Dreadwind and Blackwing. I'm in. Give it all to me. Let's do it all. But. I've got more big bots to show off, but I'm going to wait till Daryl's here. I'm going to wait till Daryl's here. So, because he, he might appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I didn't have to show him up this week. So, you know, <laughs> but I still had to show off a lot, but I've got plenty more for next time. So, but that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. And uh, my wallet's in the back room crying right now, but that's, that's okay. It'll get better. That's normal. <laughs> yeah, it is. When you're a Transformers fan, that's just a thing. All right, that's it for this week's Trips to the Store. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. And take us into convention news. All right, in convention news this week, uh, there's been uh, the Karatomi Hobby Expo in Japan. So we've got a lot of new... uh, prototypes and other things to see here um the first one was the mpg raiden prototype this is just a first look they didn't have it under any kind of clear light i'm sure for reasons because it's not finished yet but it seems really dark um kind of lit from the bottom looking ominous but it it looks big it looks good um, Dr. Pants, do you have any comments on this Raiden or are you, have you been I, wanting to get the official or the unofficial? Or? I, based on how the official has been turning out, I am definitely more in line for the unofficial, the moon studios one, if I'm going to get one. Um, I mean, this one doesn't look bad, but I, I'm just not impressed with all the kibble that the, the smaller bots have. And also this one's looking very kibbly too combined, but it looks cool. If you're an official masterpiece collector, like good job. You got a masterpiece combiner and he looks pretty awesome. I can't wait to see it in color though. I really want to see how that's going to turn out. Yeah. So uh, I think um, it'll be interesting to see when it actually is fully revealed, but yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of like you They're they're, they're going with the moon studios, but still impressive that has, or that Takara is doing this, mm-hmm. uh, but they did show off some other things. So, uh, we get to see the first images of Legacy Breakdown, which will be going on the Minasaur figure. And, I mean, it looks like Breakdown. It, I mean, I think it looks pretty good. 
Minasaur still has the whole like exoskeleton type thing. The car just kind of clicks on. That that's not my favorite form of combining robots, but you know it, it's accurate to the character. Um, but really, I think what a lot of us were interested in is um, we get some victory saber images here. So let me find. Um, And there's a side shot here of Victory Saber. And so full color Victory Saber. I uh, get to see uh, even his, um, like his um, little blast effect here. I am optimistic about this guy. He's looking very uh, non-yellowed. But, you know, this is a pristine sample. Little minifigures there look good. Um, get to see um, uh, what's the guy in the back, the uh, Victory Leo. The, the, the line is Victory Leo, and yeah. then it's Victory Saber all combined up. Okay, and let's. There was just a Victory Leo by himself right here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this does this. I'm I'm very happy I backed this now. It does. It yeah. looks really good. Yeah, this is probably going to be one of the biggest bots in my collection when he when I get them. So, I I am very happy to see these, and hopefully, uh, it comes out sooner rather than later because I'm eager to get it. Um, I I I don't know if you guys talked about it or not, but did you hear the story about that they um. Uh, a shipment of these that were heading to was it Taiwan, Thailand? A uh, shipment was heading somewhere. The ship actually hit a storm, and a bunch of them fell off into the sea. I had not heard that. Yeah, and apparently they had to refund a bunch of people because the 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 like they had enough made to to get to all the backers, and they lost a large shipment. So they ended up refunding them, along with sending them something else. I forget what else they sent them. But they sent him a refund and some kind of compensation. But yeah, a bunch of them were destroyed. But the news out of that means they are getting shipped out. So mm. hopefully sometime soon. I feel real bad for anybody who lost them. But yeah. No, that was a story that popped up on on Twitter. I forget who posted it, though. It's on Twitter. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I believe you. I just. Yeah. I, no, no, I. I <laughs> Well, and and the thing is, is it was just like it was it was off of like some other smaller country, and yeah. it didn't really affect anybody around here. So I don't think too many people really latched onto it. But you know, yeah. All right. Well, one other thing I wanted to show here from this expo was we get another image of the awful Canon Transformers Optimus Prime. I still don't know why. It, I mean. <laughs> It looks great as a camera, but why? Um, anyway. I guess Can- Canon drove a dump truck full of money up to Takara's doorstep and said, Give us a- we want to license a Transformer for marketing purposes. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it looks like a, a season one Sailor Moon villain. Where like they would just take on the appearance of an object with arms and legs sticking out of like a shoe or something. This oh god, I, I yeah. hate this. All right, well let, let's move on. How about that? Um, 
Fantastic. TFCon has announced a um, an exclusive figure. This is the MB0611E God Delta by Fans Hobby. And it's limited to just 600 pieces worldwide. So I'm not sure how many is going to be at TF. Well, it says it's exclusively available at TFCon, but then you throw in that worldwide. That confuses me. But the each, each piece is going to have an individual laser engraving, I'm guessing, of a number. Um, so that that's pretty cool. Um, and if this is the the Delta Magnus version, like the Diaclone Ultra Magnus colors. And he looks really cool. Uh, Dr. Pants, do you have like any version of this? Yeah, uh, I've got I, I've got the God Jinrai, so it's it's right. the power baser and the, the god armor. I I have it. It's it's gigantic. It's about as big as Double Evil is, if not a little bit bigger. Um, it's solid. It that figure looks amazing. I saw this, and even though I have that figure, I'm like, I want this. This looks so good. I love the color scheme on it and everything. It it is like three hundred and some dollars. Yeah, but it's a big boy. It, oh, he's a real big boy. And yeah. honestly, if you get Power Baser and God Armor, it's about the same price anyway. But I, it's such a good figure. If anybody doesn't have power baser and the God armor and like, you look at this and you realize like, I want this, do it. It's a great figure. There's a lot of playability. And for a third party figure, again, not real fiddly. It's big, it's chunky and it's so cool. Awesome. And, and I, I want this. <laughs> it really, it, it does the same thing. The original um, ultra Magnus and Optimus prime did is they just painted it different colors and gave it an ultra Magnus head that and uh shoulder rockets. And I think they gave him new guns and okay. they, they, they painted all the headmasters and power master as like diaclone pilots. Right. Which is also so, really cool. Yeah. It, it looks really cool. And it looks like it does also come with, well, I guess that's a missile. It's, 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 but... it's got a spring loaded missile. There's no reason for that to have a firing missile, but it does. And also that spring is stupid powerful. I lost one missile already. (laughs) Thankfully it came with it. If you get it, probably don't play with that in the hotel because you'll lose it and it'll never make it home. There's Uh, a safety. Just, just lock the safety on the rocket. You're fine. I I would just say, wait till you get home. Better (laughs) to lose it at home than at the hotel. Um, all right, one more TFCon announcement. Uh, they have announced that Ken Christensen will be attending. He is a, a concept and cover artist for Transformers. He's done, I think, more recently concept arts for Hasbro uh, when they're designing figures and kind of early on in the phase or in the design phase. He will do concept art that they then use as their basis for the figures. But he's also done covers on uh, various comics for IDW. Um, I don't know if he's been to a TFCon in a while. I know Charles and I met him, I think at TFCon Charlotte. So that was like 2014, uh, 2015, maybe. 15. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. So good to see him back on the circuit, and um, it'll be great seeing him there. Cool. And then, and then finally, we have um, New York Comic Con coming up October seventh. Uh, 
Andrew Griffith, Livio Ramondelli, and EJ Sue are all going to be there. So if you're going to be there, check them out in our Alley. But Friday, October 7th at, from 5 to 6 p.m. at the IDW booth, which is booth 2557, they will be doing a joint signing. So um, nice time to get you know something of yours signed by all three. Um, so be sure to check that out. I really enjoyed the the one time I got to go to New York Comic Con. Kind of wish I could go back, but New York is so expensive. But that is all I got for convention news. Okay, and we'll finish up the show with some feedback. And we've got a voicemail from our masterpiece donatrion, John Forex Levengood. Hey guys, John Forex Levengood here again. Um, just listening to the recent transmissions and uh, found out that they're doing a recolor of uh, Metasar on the Legacy series. And um, maybe I'm missing something, and please correct me if uh, I am wrong, and I am missing something. But uh, and I don't display has Hasbro uh, from recoloring and reissuing and doing all this stuff. You, they got to make money out of their, their figures anyhow, but shouldn't we get all of Menasaur before we start getting the colors? Uh, because I know I've only gotten uh, the main bot uh, and, uh, and I've pre-ordered three of the limbs, but I haven't been able to pre-order the fourth limb and we're already getting recolors. Am I missing something here? I just, uh, that's my thoughts. And, uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. I don't think you're missing anything. (laughs) Um, uh, but you know, I guess with the, with the shadow strip figure, we don't really even have confirmation that we're getting all the G2, all the Sundacons and G2, uh, colors yet. I mean, I don't know. It's. It, it, I definitely. I definitely agree. It seems. It seems odd that you don't even have the whole combiner out. You're already. You've already got repaints out. That seems definitely odd. Um, especially with you know since it's not Scramble City style and you can't just put any limbs wherever you want. Like they go in specific areas, so it's not even like you can mix and match with the G two figures. Um, and except for you know swapping out for their individual counterparts. I think drag strip can go on either arm. Same oh, with um, okay. uh, wild rider and breakdown can go on either leg. Oh, I think it's okay. just the leg. The legs are specific to the legs. The arms are specific to the arms. But mm. yeah, sorry, I didn't. Mean, I didn't mean to. No, uh, I mean, but I, but 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 I mean, it's it is it is definitely odd that they're they're pushing a set of repaints or, or I mean just one repaint in this, like in putting it in that speedy of 500 collection. I wonder if all the menace, all the G2 stun accounts are going to go in that speedy of 500 collection, or if they're going to be in s- distributed out, spread out between other exclusive collections. So you got to hunt across <laughs> different stores to get all the characters. I don't know. It's very weird. It's hard enough to find all the pieces to a combiner as it is if you're if you're just hunting without pre-ordering. I can't imagine that they would do like a piece in the Speedia 500, maybe a piece in the Buzzworthy Bumblebee, another piece in Generation Selects. Like, I can't imagine. 
Well, I mean, based on how we know the exclusivity stuff works, it I don't know if it would be the same mold for the Speedia collection. Or wait, is the regular Minosaur in there too? Or is it uh, just Legacy? No, the the regular Minosaur is just Legacy. So okay. yeah, yeah, only the the like one of the molds that they people have been asking about reusing. I can't remember what fa- character, but they they said that they couldn't reuse it until this exclusivity ended. Soundwave, the Netflix Soundwave. Oh right, okay, yeah. So I don't know. It's weird that we're getting a repaint in this exclusive line. Maybe. Um, maybe Walmart wanted the character or the the mold, and they worked out a separate deal. But that would lead me to think that maybe we are going to get G two repaints of all of the figures in this other line. And it was just a deal that they did. And so while they had the the mold, you know, pumping out, you know, pieces, they just diverted some of the pieces to this other line in terms of the paint jobs and stuff. So it wasn't, maybe it wasn't actually a unique run specifically for the character. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, John makes a good point though, that like all, I I think the only two pieces of Minotaur I've seen are Motormaster and Dragship. I haven't even seen Wild Rider yet. Um, Dead End's not coming out for a few months and they haven't even announced Breakdown. We just got a glimpse of it without an official announcement. And like, yeah, they are doing repaints. Um, I also find it hard to believe that if they did do a full thing, that Walmart would get an exclusive repaint of a commander class figure. Cause yeah. there's only one other, there's only been one other commander class figure. I think they got a repaint and that was Jetfire, and it was for, um, Shattered Glass. I think that's it. But. Um, related to this, I, I do have something I left out of convention news, but um, we will probably find out all about this this weekend at PulseCon, which uh, I forgot, September 30th and October 1st, and featuring, well, this makes me feel weird. Trans- oh, there it is. Little bitty Transformers. <laughs> but we have the time of the Transformers brand pa- panel. It is September 30th. At 1.15 p.m. Eastern Time. So thank you, Hasbro, for putting it on a time before I go on a camp out for the weekend. Um, <laughs> but while I'm in the middle of teaching a class, come on, Hasbro, work with my schedule here. Put, put it in ear, but students won't know. <laughs> oh, no, I'll have um, it playing on my computer while I'm up teaching. <laughs> but um, if you do want any of the figures that are revealed, early access for Hasbro Pulse Premium subscribers is at 5 p.m. Eastern. And then, and then for everyone, it is at 6 p.m. Eastern. So um, they are doing a G.I. Joe brand panel on uh, the Saturday, if you're interested in that. Uh, I know some of our audience probably is, but the big thing is the Transformers panel, 1.15 p.m. Eastern, September 30th. And if you go here, you can add them to your, your actual calendar. They have a download link for the calendar. So... I wanted to make sure we get that out since, you know, it, it is coming this weekend. And you know, we'll, we'll obviously have all of the news next week. So we all PulseCon all the time. 
Yep. All right. Well, uh, thanks, John, for sending in your voicemail. Uh, yeah, we um, unfortunately we don't have any answers for you either. But you know, we are also confused about Menasaur repaints coming out so quickly. So we'll have to wait and see. Okay, uh, we did get a we got a last minute uh, um, comment from Dualbeard Gridwork, but uh, it came in a little late, so we're gonna have to sh- push that till next week. So. Uh, suggestion to all to, if you're, if you're wanting to send in feedback or comments, please try and send it in a couple days before we record the show, record on Sunday. So yeah, try to send it before Friday. Yeah. It, to make it to the next week's shows just to make sure. Yeah. That, that it's hard for, you know, we're, we're busy people, so it's hard to <laughs> get everything together. So, you know, but don't worry, we got your feedback. We're not, we're not ignoring it. So <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get to it next week. All right, everyone, uh, that will do it for this episode of Transmissions. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Uh, as always, we end the show by giving a shout-out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. Uh, these are the people who continue to support the show at our highest level on Patreon. So thank you once again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82 You guys are awesome. And Dr. Pants, uh, once again, it's always great to have you on. So why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and your things online? It's always a pleasure to be here. And you can find me and my friends doing everything at Nurturedamus. Uh, it's Nurturedamus.com or YouTube.com slash Nurturedamus because that is our channel. That is where we put out everything. We do mostly videos there and we stream we're getting back into it. We just streamed on Friday. We played Phasmophobia, a co-op ghost hunting game. So you get to watch all of us freak out and be little babies. So please go and <laughs> check that out. Uh, we have a blast and, you know, it's fun. It's fun. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.